Hey, you put your feet down. Hey, put your feet down. Hey, what? Hello and welcome back. Sorry, that's my announcer voice, but welcome back to Hot Marriage, Cool Parents. This is your host, Doug Hainer, and I am coming at you live from the campground. We are finally in our RV, finally in our campsite, and whoa. So for those of you that may just be joining, um, Jamie and I sold our New Jersey home. And Jamie came up with the idea of, you know, maybe we get an RV. And, you know, I've always had the idea of an RV in my head um, ever since I was younger. My It was always my dad's dream, actually, uh, believe it or not. It was always my dad's dream to really get in an RV and travel the country. And we didn't get a drivable one. We got a fifth wheel. And with two kids, it is rough. Let me tell you. So not only am I recording this podcast from the car, um, but it's raining out. And Jamie is actually inside with Henley. And so it's just going to be me today. And um, I'm going to be giving my honest thoughts about the RV life so far, moving out of New Jersey I'm excited and so thankful for those of you that have checked us out on Patreon and to our patrons. We love you guys and definitely going to be getting into my take on the RV life and some of the more interesting things that have happened in just this first week here. But it is just going to be uh, me and I'm going to talk through everything. So stay tuned for the RV talk. We have a couple questions that came in. So I'm so happy to speak with you guys again. It's been a little bit, but yeah, we've had a lot going on. We've had a lot just happening over this last week between the RV, between selling our home. So excited to tell you guys all about that. And for those of you that have been following us on Instagram, we've shared a little bit about that. For those of you that have checked us out on Patreon and to our patrons, thank you so much for the support. It means so much to us. And we really are going to be documenting every single piece of this, every good, bad, and ugly piece of the RV life, because it is a lifestyle. And I am learning that very quickly. And I am very new and I look like a rookie with all of the different campers that are around us, all the crap that we have laying out around and under our RV. Nobody has as much stuff as we do in our little RV campsite spot. We have so much crap that is around because we thought we were going to need it, but we have no room for it. We have more stuff than people that have been here for a month and people that have kids. We have more stuff around. I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, people must have a system down uh, that we haven't figured out yet because everything that I'm looking at, I feel like we need, like we have some of the bikes, we have some of the outdoor toys that Hendrix and Henley would play with, but maybe things like a rake we don't need, or I don't know, the stuff that's underneath the RV right now is like Christmas lights and other things that Jamie wanted to put up after Halloween and, you know, a lot of the other pots and pans and plates and things like that that we thought we were going to need there's no room for and we don't know what we're going to do with it and I can't fit anything more in the storage unit that we got we might have to get another storage unit that's how bad it is but my parents also volunteered their attic space to be able to store stuff but I am terrified not terrified but I loathe being claustrophobic I, I loathe having close quarters I am almost six foot four 
and I've hit my head now nine times walking out the front entrance of the RV. And you would think I would learn by now, but I am just starting to get used to the RV life. It really is a lifestyle. Thank the Lord that our neighbors that we have here at the campsite and everyone that we've met so far are so willing to help. And it is painfully obvious that this is our first time camping. And now when I meet somebody new, that's the first thing that I say. Yep, we just bought this. This is our first time trying it out. This is our first campground that we've ever stayed at. And then people kind of open up and there were a couple people that were just like, oh, okay. And then they avoid you like the plague because they don't want to help or because they just, they don't want to have to train you on something. But thankfully our, our neighbors are like the greatest people ever. And I am so happy that they're not annoyed with us and not annoyed by our situation. And, you know, they've been open and great to the kids and they've asked us to hang out and they've helped with everything. And I'm definitely going to get to one of the more embarrassing and disgusting stories about trying to hook the sewer pipe up and how my neighbor helped. And so definitely more of that to come. But I want to get into the RV talk in just a little bit, but first, let's get to our five-star review. And this week comes from Betty Ryan, who says, love it. I love this podcast. I love listening to Doug and Jamie answer questions, and I love that they are real and honest about their ups and downs. I recently rewatched some of MEF's, and Jamie's initial reaction only lasted a minute until Doug stole her heart. TV really played it up, but obviously Jamie was crazy about Doug very early on. I look forward to the podcast episodes. So curious about the new RV life. Can't wait to hear all about it. Well, thank you, Betty. Ryan, speaking of questions, one of the more interesting questions and something that I've never been asked before, a question that came in was, has Doug ever met Jamie's ex? And the answer to that is no. I haven't, but I know all about her ex because her ex's name and the story was present in the beginning of our marriage. Um, I would say for pretty much the whole first six, seven months that we were together, my concern was that everything was going to be compared to this guy that she was dating um, in the past. And, you know, Jamie has grown up in an environment where there really wasn't that many male role models. Um, She didn't have really a father figure uh, growing up. And a lot of the guys that her mom would bring around weren't the best of dudes. Um, So she really had one very special relationship and it was someone that was much older than she was. And it was someone that I, you know, was kind of recent uh, in the sense that, She was with him, I think, all the way up until a couple months before we got married. And the guy was much older than her. He was already kind of established in his area, which was in upstate New York. Jamie was going to be moving to the city. He didn't want to move to the city, but she really didn't see a future with him. But this was a guy that was the first person to actually treat her right and to get her and to be patient with her and to really just go through all of the kind of just re-acclimating to what a typical relationship would be without the 
crazy energy and without the the violence and without the you know emotional I don't want to say torture but this always wanting to fight and always wanting to be so intense all the time like that was the norm and you know I really have to thank the person that she was dating before because you know she is such a better person for it and she has something that you know really turned a corner for her and she it helped her break her out of a cycle of the men that she was seeing, the men that she was around, the men that her mother was dating, and just the people, the guys that were around all the time. You know, it really helped Jamie see that there is better people out there, or I should say just, yeah, I guess better, Not well, better is not the word, but um, just more respectful people. And it really helped her kind of break out of that cycle of, just men that would damage and men that would hurt and men that would physically and emotionally abuse. And um, that was her relationship before. So a lot of what we went through in the beginning, I was always felt like I was being compared to this guy, but she swore to me that it wasn't. But, you know, Jamie had lived with him and she still had stuff with him. And in the beginning of our relationship, which is really the beginning of our marriage, you know, we didn't know if it was going to last. We didn't know if it was going to be past the six weeks of the experiment, if we were going to stay together, get a divorce. But, you know, as we got in and as we started to really grow attached to each other and really fall in love with each other, Jamie still had stuff at the guy's house and she was still in contact with him. And it turned out that he ended up meeting somebody and his somebody wasn't comfortable with how open and honest and how much Jamie and he were in contact. And I don't think she really accepted it that he was talking to Jamie all the time. And, you know, I'm not a jealous person. I, I trust Jamie. I'm a you know very trusting individual. Um, plus I know Jamie to her core and, you know, I'm just, I wasn't a jealous person. I wasn't jealous of him. You know, there was a point where she still had to go back to his place to go get stuff. And, you know, it did come up, you know, like, well, I don't really mind, you know, like, I don't care to see him. You know, I don't think I would really get anything from it if he's seeing somebody, if, you know, if he's if he's going to be in our lives, then yes, then yes, I'll meet him. If he's important to you, then yes, absolutely. You know, I will keep an open mind with this person. I will invite him in, you know, there, there would be no issue, you know, but if it's not going to be someone that's going to be in continuing contact with, then, you know, there's really no point in me meeting this person, you know, but it did come up where it's just like, oh, well, you can go home and maybe rekindle and pick back up, you know, what you had left, you know, but I knew that wasn't the case. He had moved on, she had moved on. And even going back to Jamie's, um, family and and every time I've gone up there I've never run into her ex or any of her exes from high school or before it just never happened but I'm still close with a lot of my group of guy friends and girlfriends and Jamie has met one two three four Jamie has met five of my exes that I'm still in contact with now because I'm still really good friends with them and they all were at my wedding. They really are important to me and important to us and we're still very involved um, in each other's lives. And, you know, granted, we don't get to see them that much, but, you know, Jamie's met way more of my exes than I've met any of her exes. So, but anyway, 
Getting back to the RV life, because we've now been in the RV for close to a week. First of all, the person that we bought the RV from, which was in Pennsylvania, he had agreed to drop the RV off at our house because we don't have a truck to pull this RV. It's a fifth wheel. It's a 41 foot thing. Um, it's really, really nice. We really do love it. And I can't wait to show you guys and give a f official house tour. And once we get everything to where it is, because it is a disaster. It is a mess and a half. We have bins upon bins that we still have to go through. And the most logical situation, or I guess the most logical thing for me to do was say, you know what, let's take all of the bins that we have, all the excess, all the extra, let's pack it into the bunkhouse, which is where Henley and Hendrix are supposed to be. Thankfully, Hendrix's crib, or I should say pack and play fits right in the back so he's been staying there the whole time. Henley's supposed to be staying in the bunk to the left, but we took all the bins and we put them into that back room and we just have to go through them because we didn't want the mess to be in the kitchen slash living room area. And then going into the main bedroom, we have a king size mattress and there is no room on either side of the bed. And there's maybe a couple feet when you get to the foot of the bed. And even that has a dresser and it's a shallow dresser and we have so many clothes to go through, so many things that we want to hang up. Our entire closet is still filled with clothes that are in bins that haven't been gone through. It's almost to the point of being overwhelming because when you mix in a one and a half year old and a four year old, they're excited to be anywhere. Um, there's a playground that's right across the way from us, which is, I mean, you can you can literally throw a football and hit the playground. So my daughter's in heaven. My son loves running around, but it's rained now for, I don't know, four nights that we've been here and we're stuck inside. And I finally got the TV working. We finally got pots and pans in. We finally have our little kitchen area, but we don't have places for, for things yet. And, you know, just even simple things like trying to figure out how to put on the propane and hook up the sewer line. And, you know, as soon as we pulled in, I met the neighbor. Everybody at the campground, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like just something that's like everywhere in every RV or every campground. Everybody is so unbelievably nice and so helpful to the point where they want to help. Like as soon as you say you're a newbie, as soon as you say you've never done this before, and as soon as you look like you have no idea what you're doing, they are there to help. And, and that I, I'm hoping that this is the case through all the campgrounds and we're certainly going to pay it forward once we learn how to do the RV thing because we're still really, really new at it. But the guy that's to the right of us, it's an older couple, um, Bill and his wife. And, you know, Bill has been camping here in this campground for, I think he said it was like 15 or 16 years. They do it every single year between here and someplace else. The coolest guy that you could ever meet, his wife always wears a tie-dye Grateful Dead type shirt. But, well, actually, wait, before I get into that, I want to give a quick shout out to four of our sponsors this week. First up, one of the sponsors that we've talked about for a couple episodes now, and as many of you know that follow Jamie and I 
the past few weeks have been incredibly tough. And, you know, we are so thankful for therapy. We are so thankful for someone to just even confide in. And sometimes you don't have someone in a traumatic situation. Everybody handles stressors. Everybody handles life a little bit different. But really just having an unbiased person to confide in, I mean, I understand how challenging it can be to open up and talk about certain situations, but it's important to remember that when we do, we really can save lives. And that is also one of the reasons why Jamie and I are super duper honest about everything. Jamie more so is an open book than I am, but you know, having someone that is going through something very similar, having someone make you feel like you're not alone. I mean, that's really what it's all about. And you know, and I've come to realize the importance of therapy and it's just so helpful to run things by my therapist and, you know, which may seem silly to my friends or my family or anybody, but it, it makes me feel mentally stronger. And to be honest, you know, on average, there are 130 suicides per day. If everyone had someone to talk to, I guarantee we can cut that number down tremendously. You know, and, and not everyone is lucky to have access to therapy, which is really why we love this sponsor this week, the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance, which provides free support groups, wellness tools, and inspirational stories to help guide anyone on your path to holistic mental health wellness. The work DBS Alliance does is so important because suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the U.S. for all ages. And some of you may be connected to someone or know someone that has committed suicide. You know, with numbers like one in five Americans have mental illness and about 20.9 million American adults have a mood disorder, having someone to talk to, having an outlet to go to is so, so, so important. And so let's all work together to spread the word about DBS Alliance to help everyone to learn more about how you can start conversations about mental health and suicide in your community. Visit dbsalliance.org backslash suicide dash prevention. That's the DBS Alliance, the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. Go to dbsalliance.org backslash suicide dash prevention. One of the other things that some couples and marriages go through is having money issues. And to be honest, I am the worst with money. I didn't grow up knowing about money, knowing the value of money, knowing how important it is to save and knowing how to manage a budget. I never had guidance for this, but luckily I realized this because I do not want my kids to make the same mistake. And I know working with Jamie, you know, this is something that is really super important to us because they're growing up very different than how Jamie and I grew up. I mean, I still want them to be responsible with money by far. I want them to know the value of money, how important it is to save and budget and to just not be greedy, spoiled kids, to be honest with you. You know, and I know that this would be kind of a difficult conversation being that our oldest Henley is just four. But that's really where the sponsor Go Henry comes from. And they make it super easy to open up the conversation, but also to help work with your kids to manage money. And Go Henry is a kids' debit card and app where parents can control every aspect of their children's allowance. I mean, it's such an easy and fun way to teach kids good money habits. And you know, and what's really fun about it is the kids get their own 
little debit card and it'll say their name like Henley says go Henley and it's her debit card and the card really helps us set boundaries and the fact that she has a debit card the fact that we can work with her on these and eventually Hendrix on being financially responsible is just everything I mean it helps kids be more independent with go Henry your children can actually use their card to make purchases online in stores or even at an ATM and track spending in real time and parents you can be comfortable knowing that you can set limits and control where the card can be used whether it's online or specific stores or what the max is or what the limit is and receive real-time notifications about how much money your kid is spending and where so you can set these goals you can also add allowance to the go henry card and it'll add in their funds and again you can control everything and it's just super fun and super educational for anyone that has trouble with money or wants to teach their kids to be more financially educated and responsible so you can get started at gohenry.com and get one month free with the promo code hmcp that's one month free at gohenry.com promo code hmcp and our next sponsor is someone that I personally love and we use the most, which is KiwiCo. And now that they're in school, they have a lot of things to do. But at home, KiwiCo helps us to keep the kids thinking, stay educational, stay fun, but also work on their creativity and even mine as well. And the hands-on fun that comes in each box is incredible. KiwiCo is conveniently put together hands-on science and art projects that we can all do together as a family. And the other day, Henley came home with a project that she needed to hand in the following week. It happened to be perfect timing because we had the KiwiCo box delivered the day before. This was her first box, so she was even more excited to get started, but the parent guide was extremely helpful. Also, it comes with a book, each of them. So we use that for nighttime reading and Hendrix loves everything there too. And that's the great part about the KiwiCo boxes is you can customize the level that your child's at. And through the KiwiCo subscription, you can actually have it grow with your child through the different stages. And, you know, it's just so much fun watching her put everything together. And she was so happy, especially because she did it all by herself. And I mean, days like it's raining, days now in an RV where you just have no idea what to do. KiwiCo keeps those options open, makes it super fun no matter where you are. And it's actually engaging hands-on activities. And your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered right to your door every month. Henley's so excited when it arrives now. We're so excited because it gives us some new fresh activities to do. And these are real engineering, science, and art projects made for children's and you can really cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every single month they'll explore new worlds and rediscover familiar ones even without leaving home and the moment of pride and accomplishment at the end of a kiwico project just is everything it sparks confidence it sparks creativity it allows them to say, I can do this rather than I can't and mommy and daddy help me. This gives them that freedom to stay creative. And actually just in time for Halloween, you can scare up some fun this Halloween with KiwiCo. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. Get 50% off of your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code HMCP at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com, promo code HMCP. 
you know, and something that I'm not so much of an expert on, but I am I am an expert at watching Jamie wear these is the Girlfriend Collective. Now, if you're tired of wearing the same black yoga pants over and over again, you may want to add some other options to your rotation. So this time of year calls for an active wear refresh. Change things up without letting go of all your favorites with Girlfriend Collective. Now, Girlfriend Collective is sustainable. It's ethically made activewear for everyone. Whether you're working out, running errands, doing nothing at all, Girlfriend Collective has functional fabrics, colors, and styles for any activity. They make super cute and comfortable bras, too, that look amazing on Jamie. They have leggings. They have shorts, tanks, tees. They have so much more. And what's even better is that all their sizing is inclusive, ranging from extra, extra small to 6XL. So there really is a fit for everyone. And I know I hear Jamie talking about her leggings all the time and needing to be squat proof. And Girlfriend Collective, their best-selling leggings are squat proof. They come with pockets. They have different levels of support, whether you need compression or softness. And join the collective today and feel good about what you buy and comfortable in what you wear. For you listening Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash hot marriage. That's $25 off your $100 or more purchase when you go to girlfriend.com slash hot marriage. G-I-R-L-F-R-I-E-N-D dot com slash hot marriage. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, thank you to our four sponsors, and so getting back to it, just so willing to help. And, you know, once we showed up and looking at the art, like we, we genuinely have more stuff in our little yard part than any other camper. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I always blame the kids on everything, but, you know, I just, I'm, I'm very aware of how loud they're being and whether it's going to bother the neighbors or not. But I'll give you an example. So, um, we were here for a couple days. We weren't spending the night. We were just moving stuff here. And I didn't hook up the sewer thing yet. The I think they call it a stinky slinky. The thing that connects your sewer part. Um, so it's a big black bin that's underneath the two toilets that we have. And that is separate from this gray water tank where all of your sink and shower and tub water come from. So... I knew how to hook up the water. It's a hose. You have to get a special hose that you connect to the water line that's there. You plug in the power. And because we hadn't been staying there, I never hooked up the sewer part. And then we spent two nights in the RV. 
and I still didn't hook it up because we were always going out and about during the day. And then we would pick up the kids from school. We would go somewhere to eat or do something. By the time we got home, it was pitch black and I didn't hook up the sewer part. So I came back one night, which was a couple nights ago, and I wasn't dreading it, but Jamie wanted to hire somebody to do and hook up the sewer line. So it is, it's literally a slinky that you, it has a special groove that you undo underneath the RV, you twist it off. Now there's clamps that hold in whatever's in the tank. So in order to release it, you have to pull these levers. So it's my understanding that all of that is just going to build up in the tank. So if I unscrew this, nothing's going to come out. And you know, what could come out after just a couple days? And little did I know that Henley and Jamie and everybody has been really just going to the bathroom the whole time there. And I mean, I have two, but I, I wasn't going on a regular basis like they were. Um, and I took a shower one night and the drain just stopped. The drain stopped draining water. And I was like, oh shit. I didn't know if that was connected to the sewer part to where now that's fill. Now it's going to start seeping into the RV. It would have been a mess. It would have been a horrific mess. Thankfully, it's a whole separate tank. So there's a black tank, there's a gray tank or a water tank, whatever. I come back one day, it's nighttime. I have my cell phone that I'm using as a flashlight and I look in the RV. Now, the guy that sold us the RV, he gave me a quick tour of everything, showed me how everything works, shows me how to do everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always watch YouTube for everything. I did that with our kitchen. I did that with the backsplash. I did that with usually with everything. I'll watch YouTube and that's just how I learn. I learn as I do. This I probably should have just hooked up immediately because when I went down to the sewer part, I opened up the tote. Now, the guy said he left me a whole box of surgical gloves, like latex gloves, to do and work with this sewer tank. And it's the funniest. They really do call it a stinky slinky because the thing is it just bends and it expands and you hook it into the sewer and you screw it in. Now, we have two bathrooms. So there's it's a one and a half bath. So when you first walk into the RV, there's three steps and immediately to the left, there's the toilet and a shower. And then you go into our bedroom. If you make a left, you cut through the kitchen, you go into the bunkhouse and in the bunkhouse in the back where Hendrix and Henley are, there's another bathroom, which you can also access from outside. That has its own separate tank and the front one has its own separate tank. Now, you need one of those like little Y connectors. So both tanks can connect to one thing and go into the one sewer. Now, coming out of the little pipe there, there's two pipes that go into the one pipe. So the one pipe is for the shower and the sink water and all of that type of water. The other one is for all the bathroom stuff. So I am just looking at it like I don't know what I'm doing because I don't. 
and I'm looking around and I'm trying to figure out, okay, so this is all the same color. This slinky thing is the same color as this. So we got to connect it. Bill, my neighbor, without any hesitation, goes, this is your first time, isn't it? I said, yes. Now, I double-gloved myself. He had his own little winter gloves on. I'm handling this like I am just a pretty boy that's never touched dirt before. And, you know, to be honest, I mean, it was, it's used. It's not our stuff. (laughs) You know, it's, you know, they, the guy said he cleaned it, but, you know, it's not our stinky slinky. It was used by other people. And, you know, this is my first time hooking it up. So I'm trying to be careful. It's like drizzling out. The guy was like, no, this hooks up to this, this hooks up to this. And he's helping me twist it all in. He's helping me expand it. He's helping me screw it into the sewer part. And I just couldn't be more thankful for, for this man because he does it. He, he and his wife, they do a fire every night. They grill. You know, we're just trying to figure out how to just keep our kids at ease and keep our kids quiet and make food in the microwave and try to figure out how the whole oven works. And it's just, it, we're getting used to it. And, you know, I, I am the one that does all the cooking and uh, preparing of the food. And that's what I did, you know, as a stay at home dad, that's what, you know, we talked about me doing is getting breakfast ready, getting the kids to school, having dinner ready when they get home. So that's me. I'm fine with that. I've been doing that. Moving into the RV is a little bit different because well, one, our fridge didn't work for the beginning of it. We had to get a brand new fridge, which is a whole other story. Um, that just stopped working, but going back to the sewer part, and I'm sorry that this is, this story is dragging on because it's just, and and it's kind of graphic, but I go to the guy, I go, you know, all of the videos that I watch, there's this connector where you just keep it closed. You open up the sewer part, you screw it in, nothing comes out and then you open it up and then it flows through that little tube and all of the levers are on the side of the RV. And I was like, Bill, it's my understanding that these pipes are closed off. And until I open up, open them up with the lever, nothing will come out. Right. And he goes, yeah, those things never hold fully. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. He goes, yeah, I wish I would have known that you guys were going to the bathroom there. I would have told you to hook up the sewer part first, but I go, ah, all right. So now I throw my third pair of gloves, um, latex gloves, and I'm just praying. And the guy's standing right next to me too. I'm just praying that nothing comes out. And I go one twist, one twist, just like inch by inch by inch as if I'm expecting a bomb to explode. And as I start to get to the end part, a little seeps out and it is a horrible smell. And it is even more embarrassing when there's a guy watching you do this and you're dry heaving as you're closing back up this, this tank and this tube. And he goes, I've seen a lot worse. It happens at every campground. Those things never hold when they say they do. It's happened to me a hundred times. So now he's making me feel better. And I don't know if it's actually happened to him a hundred times before, but honestly, he was such a huge, tremendous help because he helped me hook up the second line. Um, after I opened up and after I finally just unscrewed it, there was a little that seeped out, but I quickly put the hose part 
and screwed it on there so nothing more fell out. But some fell out. And it was just, it was so disgusting. And I was like, listen, Bill, I know that we share a yard here. I have bleach and I will be bleaching this. I will be spraying this. And he goes, I don't even smell anything. Don't even worry about it. Uh, it happens. It happens to everybody. And it really, really made me feel like it was normal. And so I go to hook up the next one. Um, and I unscrew it a little bit falls out, but not a lot, like not even nearly as much as the first time. So I screw that in and I'm just like, Oh, thank God I got that done. Thank God I screwed it. I forgot to screw the second connector to the Y connection that goes into the actual sewer. So I'm opening up the ports and I just see some, thank God it was just the shower water that started to seep out a little bit because I closed it right back up. But I finally got everything connected and it's in the sewer. Now I feel like we're done. We got a new refrigerator. We got the sewer hooked up. We got the propane working. I refilled both propane tanks and now we can finally start to live in the RV. And I couldn't be happier about that because now it finally feels like we're settled. We closed on our house. We are officially out of the New Jersey home. That whole deal, everything is final and money is wired and the other people are able to move in. We have no ties with that house anymore. So literally, we are just at this RV for now. And we do have the Florida house still as a backup, but we're going to try to stay here through the rest of the year. I thought that we were going to be here for a month. I only agreed to a month living in an RV just because I didn't really want to. Um, Not keen on... You know, like when you think of an RV, when you think of camping, you know, you think of like a campsite and a fire and, you know, you're doing these fun things like canoeing and fishing and hiking and going through mountains. No, we're literally in New Jersey, not too far from our house at a campsite. And it's just the RV is sitting here. We're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. You know, we... We wanted a fifth wheel because it has way more room than if you were just to get a drivable home uh, or one of those drivable RVs. We didn't want that. You know, it would have been nice to be able to travel or do things, but we're going to be staying next to family for a while. We had to get out of our house. We had to do everything. So really the the only thing that the only issue that has come up so far, uh, well, sleeping, I, I've never really slept good, whether it's in a house or in an RV anyway. Just, you know, Hendrix kind of sleeps through the night. Henley has trouble sleeping through the night. She always has. But um, the only issue that's come up so far is giving the kids a bath. Hendrix pooped in the bathtub. And, you know, that was a issue. That was a thing that actually happened. And, you know, they loved their bath toys. And we had to throw away all the bath toys. And he just pooped in the bath. And it was the first time he's ever done that. And he waited until we got to the effing RV to do it. Um, So everything there had to just be, yeah. Jamie thought she was pregnant uh, because she she never used to dry heave during like poop smells or changing diapers or anything. But yeah, she started driving and couldn't do it. So she waited until I got home. Uh, and said, you need to take care of this. And I had to scoop out the poop from the tub. And I'm sorry this whole podcast episode is all about um, going to the bathroom and the sewer, but that's been our RV life so far. 
we haven't had a chance to do much because it really has rained a lot of the time that we've been here. And I thought we had compromised on we'll stay for a month, see how it goes. But, you know, if anything should happen or if anything becomes like really hectic or just, you know, like the kids aren't into it or, you know, if if, it, if we just need to get out, we always have a backup plan, you know, whether it's going to be an Airbnb or going down to Florida to fix up that house. We haven't been there in a couple months, actually a lot of months, you know, but we're going to give this RV life a go. And I feel like we haven't been able to experience it because we're still unpacking and we're still unboxing things, but we're getting there. We are getting there and we are meeting some of the neighbors and we are starting to feel like a little community and you know, it's been fun so far, but it's just crazy. My main thing was, let me get the internet set up. Let me get the TV set up. Let me get my PlayStation 5 set up. And then we can do the rest of the house. And we got our king mattress in there. We barely have enough room to move, but really we're only in there to sleep. And we'll see. I mean, we're a couple weeks in, but we're going to start doing some RV life type things and we're going to continue to video it and we're going to continue to bring you guys along and thank you all so much for sticking with us and if you haven't checked us out on Patreon we have some very very fun videos that we're going to share there a lot of exclusive content that'll go there becoming a patron really helps support the family and this adventure that we're on and you know it feels like more of a community and, you know, this being able to be personal and raw and uncut and just we are documenting this whole process. So for anybody that is interested in an RV or thinking about an RV or camping or going to a campground, stick with us for a little bit because we're going to document everything. We're going to, you know, whether it's good, bad, ugly, intense, we're going to document it all. I mean, we share a lot already, but, you know, for our patrons and on Patreon, we're really going to be open and honest about this adventure and, you know, hopefully more adventures, but definitely this one. And we look forward to it and definitely check us out on, on YouTube, Hanging with the Hainers. We always share our content there. And thank you all so much for being with us. I know that we took a little break from the podcast, but we are getting back into it. And we love all of you. And Make sure to check us out or stay up to date on everything Hot Marriage School Parents by going to our Instagram page, at Doug Hainer, at Jamie and Otis. And we love you and goodbye.